Hello, and welcome to the Meddling Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Kupo. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, this episode is one I'm excited about. Don Knotts, spoiler alert, is once again going to be part of it, so that's exciting. And uh, today, I'm also going to try something a little different with the format. Uh, basically, I'm going to try and take inspiration from something such as uh, Riff Tracks or Mystery Science Theater 3000 or uh, even uh, my my on my other podcast, we have something called Best Seat in the House where, you know, we... We play, you know, it's like a DVD commentary of a movie. So basically, I'm going to try and watch the episode and record at the same time. And then I'm going to have a, a little separate track for the episode. So we'll see how that goes. I want to I wanna experiment with a few different formats or ideas to see if I can maybe stick with one. You know, the classic, the way that, you know, Julie and Steven started it. And then Chris and Caitlin continued just the, the description of, you know, me reviewing the episode and making comments going along. I love that. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I took over. I like this podcast, so I like that. But I also, as you know, the previous episode, I tried, uh, you know, basically recording it live, quote unquote, just watching the episode and recording it as I go instead of taking notes and then going back and doing an episode, or you know, recording an episode. And now I want to see if we can, if I can, uh, strike some magic here with something a little different. And uh, if uh, if anyone has any suggestions or or opinions on what I've done or what you want me to try and do, uh, go ahead and, I mean, you can message the, the Meddling Kids uh, Facebook group. I'll respond there. Uh, I don't get notifications on my phone, so if it takes a little while, don't don't freak out. Uh, you can email me at meddlingkidspod at gmail.com. That'll work. But, yeah, so hopefully you enjoy this one. Let me know in the discussion group when, you know, when I post it, and uh, let's let's get it started. Uh, well, first, I'm going to turn the fan on because it's very hot in here. It's going to be a little background noise. All right, I turned the fan on. All right, here we go. New Scooby-Doo movies. Guest starring Don Adams. Did I say Don Knotts? I said Don Knotts. Darn it. Okay, so the gang is driving down the road. They're in Hollywood. We got Gregory Grant's house. That's pretty wild. Looks like an interesting architectural feat. That mansion is Steve McKing, did she say? Yeah, Steve McQueen, I guess. <laughs> Thought she said McKing. Shaggy and Scooby think they might have good food. That's probably true. Which people are interesting. If they're not fat, then they probably don't have good food at their house. Oh, Scooby just leaped out the window. We've got a man overboard. Fred screeching to a stop. Good driving. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> Scooby's trying to get discovered and Shaggy says, Would you quit it, Scoob? You have to have talent to be discovered. Ah, oh, Jesus. There's a random... They're at a really random gas station, like in a neighborhood, in like a rich Hollywood neighborhood. And, uh, but yeah, so Scooby's bid for Hollywood, the first one, did not go very well. That's okay, Scooby. You've already made it in our hearts. And in real life. Uh, now the gang's a little worried that Scooby might be down, maybe a little depressed about, uh, his failure in Hollywood at that gas station in that rich neighborhood. But he seems to be alright. He's finishing up a ham bone or something. 
Oh, the gang spies another van, a competitor's van. That's Adam's exterminating. Exterminator. Me need help? That's ridiculous. Yeah, okay, Don Adams. That's pretty good. Dude. He just, oof. He ever, he just crushed his fingers and the, the hood of his car fell down, you know, and it smashed his fingers. I can only imagine the, the screaming and the cussing I'd be doing if I did that. We've all been there with, like, garage doors and car doors, but a, a, an engine hood? Jesus. Uh, let's see. So Don has given them the rundown of his business. Uh, he shows them their business card, and uh, it's full of holes, which means he's... I don't know what kind of bug that is. Was it just a fly? They don't eat through cardboard. I think it was probably a, a, a moth or, or termite. Termites. Termites, that's what I said. Yep. But yeah, so Don Adams, he's not the greatest exterminator as we may be able to see. He just opened up his hood again to his car, his van, and uh, he hit it to pop it open, kind of like the Fonz. Uh, the engine fell out, everything fell out, like literally right out of the car, and a bunch of termites came crawling out. So Don Adams is 0-2 versus Terminites so far. Terminites. Termites. Thinking about Terminator. There's a new Terminator movie coming out called Dark Fate. It looks awful. Oh, wow. So the gang is willing to help Don Adams with his car and his upcoming ex extermination job. Yeah, they're going to go fumigate a house, it looks like. Not sure they're licensed. He can add that to their list of crimes. They're probably technically breaking and entering, because uh, who knows exactly how... Uh, I forget how it goes in the episode. No, he, he's actually been hired, so they're not breaking and entering this time. But, uh, yeah, the gang is... I mean, this is even more serious, probably. Because, I mean, the, the chemicals you're using, the, the expanse of the operation through, like, a, a big old Hollywood mansion, there's a lot of money involved. This, this is a big step up for the gang. I, I'm actually excited to see how they do with this. Scooby is fighting with a bunch of termites currently. I don't uh, I don't get the reference soldier uncle somebody let me know I'm not gonna google it hi that's Scooby how do you do Scooby oh <laughs> straight up spray him right in the face Yep. Now there's a flea being bounced around between Scooby, Don, and Shaggy. <laughs> uh, this is a good episode. I remember this one. It's probably not that great, you guys. It's like the inside of a regular house, but with more money. Well, yeah. How could they quit a groovy job like this, Daphne? They probably weren't even licensed. Ooh, honestly, that's a really cool. That's a good house design. Definitely spooky. 
Lauren Shumley. Oh, okay. Well, they still were probably unlicensed, but... Here we go, Scooby-Doo. It's, it's, this is the situation they're always afraid to get into. Well, two out of the five are always afraid to get into. Three of them seem to enjoy the thrill, which is okay. Ghost hunting is a thing. But uh, here we go, we got a haunted house. Fourteen exterminators into the house. No one's ever heard a word since. <laughs> I like how specific, how specific that is. Goose pimples. I'm definitely gonna say that goose pimples is not my favorite expression. I prefer goosebumps. Goosebump pimples is just too much. Willies. That one's not as bad. Here comes Velma bullying and scaring her friends. No, I'm gonna stop. Come on, you're scaring everybody. That's enough. God, there's no talking sense into her. There is nothing. Velma, please. What are you frightened of? We're frightened of you, Velma. You're frightening. Ooh, Daphne throwing the heat. Shaggy looks maybe under the influence. They just filled in his eyes too much. Ooh, you know what? Don Adams actually wears the ascot better than Fred. I'm gonna say it. It's also a nicer color. Don Adams can apparently hear ants from 100 feet away. It's hard to tell the distance in these shows because they're not great with scale. It's a cartoon, so it goes kind of, you know, it's not consistent. But either way, here comes Don Adams. He's going to chuck a bomb at the ants. Everybody get down. Get down. He's charging. Oh. <laughs> bomb did not work. They call him Don Kamikaze Adams. Now they don't. Oh, we got another quote-unquote serious problem. Bats. Once again, once again, we've probably, literally I think everyone on this show has said it. Bats are not that bad. They're not that scary. Hey, there's the, the butler. Uh, he's the same exact character, character design as... Uh, Wow, he's got a haunted house. That plate just floated right down. Don calls it a cheap Hollywood trick. Chaggy thinks it's an invisible man. I think it's just a floating tray. But either way, that butler is the same exact character design from Go Away Ghost Ship. Although the voice is different. What? Oh, yeah. There's... <laughs> so is that a... Uh, is that a vulture? 
Shaggy and Scooby run just ran up the tree and they're all scared and hiding and there's a there was a, a miniature version of the house that they're at. Laura Lauren Chumley's house. It was up in the tree and I think a vulture lives in there. That is one of the better things they've ever come up with. The the director, the writer, the animators, whoever exactly decided to put that in there. They made they earned their money for this episode. Uh, you know, what is it, Jag? What's wrong? People, I, I wonder, what is it? I, I probably didn't make too die. much money working on this show what? alone. Yeah, well, it's he probably, it's, I assume, I don't know if it was all in-house animators for, like, Hanna-Barbera, or if it was more show to, like, show to show, and, like, sometimes, you know, you do one show, and then you... But no, no, no. There's too many serials going on, so it's basically like a like a team that Hanna Barbera has, or people that they hire regularly that work on all the shows. Right. A little business talk for you guys. Shaggy, you're crazy. Fred putting his foot down. One more step, and you're probably going to get hit, Shaggy. Fred is the violent type, as we've seen. Not too much in the new Scooby-Doo movies, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, in a way, but I find it more entertaining when we're honestly worried that Fred might be a serial killer. Real movie stars home. Orange Humley of the old silent horror films. Uh... See, I, they're they're super excited about being in a famous person's home, and it's just it's nothing. I mean, the ceiling height, according to this these frames of of the scene, I mean, is wild, especially on a two story. I mean, this is a, a behemoth of a house, so it's cool in that aspect. But it looks like it's hardly lit. There's curtains hanging everywhere. Just it's just uh just an empty house. Almost empty house. I'm sure we're gonna see furniture and other secret rooms and stuff. But uh, Daphne is falling into uh, a dangerous trap. You can't romanticize these celebrities as much as we do. But you know what? I'll give her a break because she's young and she has a lot to learn in her life. This is oh, excuse me. This is one of those hard lessons. Chicken little and chicken big. Not very funny. There are too many dangers lurking in these old rooms. Take it easy with the accent, pal. Unspeakable, unspookable. I gotta say that next time I go to watch a horror movie in the theater that I've never seen. I'm unspookable, you can't stop me. Alright, so now now they gotta look for their friends. They're, they're gonna, oh, oh, this guy. He... The, there's a hit. Shaggy and Scooby are looking for their friends. They're standing behind a painting, and well, it looks like a painting. And the dude in the painting pokes him on the shoulder and points him in the right direction. He can only open one eye at a time. And I have seen that character design in another episode. I can't remember. Uh, gosh, was it? Oh, you know what? It's strikingly similar, exactly the same, except for like the nose and the face from uh, one of. Uh, uh, Don Knotts, one of the Don Knotts episodes, when uh, when he was pretending to be other characters in that house. Yeah, that's who it is. Oh, there's the werewolf from uh, um, from the episode, one of the more famous episodes of Scooby Doo, 
Was it season one or season two of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? It's the werewolves. You know who I'm talking about. The one in uh, Frank and, in Dracula's castle. Yeah. Once again, I, every time I see one of those recycled animations, I will love it. And I like this one because it had fall colors. It was a, instead of like the green outfit, it was a, a brown and orange outfit, which is cool. Because right now it's November. It is the best time of the year. Halloween, love it. Uh, November, great. Family time, a lot of a lot of good food going around. And then Christmas, great time of year. Good job on the colors, everybody. <laughs> See, that's what that shouldn't be that funny. Are you okay, Scoop? I'm terrific. Oh, ow! Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Like we know you're not okay, Scoop. Just say it. You can trust Shaggy. Well, I don't know. They get the, the gang does tend to. Uh, I think they gaslight each other a lot and just generally bully. They got a lot of different uh, uh, tactics, but. Sometimes it's not the, the, the greatest of relationship. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, I don't know. Who am I to assume? Well, I'm the one who's been watching them for like 20-some years of my life. And what? Yeah, so, okay. The gang's all right. Let's see. Don Adams is looking for... Too quiet. So this is this is wild. So they are breaking and entering in a way. I mean, they're just they're forcibly. It's like a forcible entry, with the one of the occupants still home. Because uh, I'm pretty sure they were hired. I think Lauren Chumley wants the house to be like fumigated like the bugs to be exterminated but uh the butler is like you know what you're not welcome here get out of here it's haunted go on get out of here you big dumb stupid animals and they are just persisting so you know what the gang is breaking and entering which uh i think chumley's been kidnapped in this episode i can't remember totally but obviously there's something fishy going on with uh with the old dude from the painting that tapped Scooby and Shaggy on the shoulders, and then uh, the butler. Same person? No, there's probably got to be more than one involved. Or or was this Chumley might be uh, doing this to... Oh, jeez. Chumley might be doing this to, uh, like, reinvigorate his career or whatever. Like, he has an extra success in a while, and he likes to do this. Yes, I think that's it. I think we've solved this mystery, gang. <laughs> He's Don Adams is gonna dive. Oh, okay. I thought he was gonna dive straight through the crack in the wall. Spritz upstairs. Great voice, great terminology. I think I'm getting a phone call. I can hear my phone vibrating. Gonna have to leave a voicemail. No one leaves voicemails anymore. Only robocallers. And my dad. The Iron Butterfly. I miss uh, 
I missed something talking about that. Oh, oh, Shaggy just pinched his finger in the knight's armor, you know, the face mask. Oh, God, I can imagine that'd be all just, just the, the, the pressure. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. The knight just sneezed and ran away. Honestly, that actually frightened me because there was no hint of that knight being alive or anything being in it. And Shaggy and Scooby were messing with it. They sprayed it with bug spray right in the face, made it sneeze, and it just sprit just, just booked it out of there. Sometimes Scooby-Doo actually gets me. I've said this before, and I'll probably say it like every single episode. Because, you know, sometimes you run out of things to say. But uh, some things actually scare me, like the the Harlem Globetrotters episode with the, uh, the knight in the bed with them. Yeah. Okay, now... Uh, Watching a piano play by itself, which, uh, classic Scooby-Doo kind of gag. Definitely seen it in the minor, uh, 49er episode. I like how many pictures they have of, Chumley has of his characters. Like, they've got the big, huge ones in, in the hall. they got the big, huge ones in the, the living room or whatever that was, the living space. They've got a bunch of small ones in one section of the hall that Don Adams is in now. And then he turned the corner and they've got bigger ones of it, like... I mean, it's just sometimes you gotta gotta call it quits. You gotta stop loving yourself. I, you love yourself, but not too much. Lauren Chumley in this episode seems to be doing it too much. Uh, let's see. Shaggy is blissfully unaware of the vampire behind him, who just stole the. Uh, oh, it just it just it uh, it, it consumed the the tank of uh, bug spray. Just uh, warped it right into his stomach. Wow. Hey, hold it down, you guys. You wanna wake every weevil in the wall? Wake every weevil in the wall? I had those in my uh, pantry once. Sucked. Weevils are awful. Or weevil? I can't remember how it's pronounced. I think it's weevil. But yeah, they they're into carb cardboard and wood. Ugh. I think we got him from a box of Cheerios at Walmart or something. Oh, and uh, Don Adams, he just got thrown down the laundry chute. Well, seemingly laundry chute. I, I think it would be laundry chute, but I think it was just a secret passage in the wall. You know, once again, classic Scooby stuff. Now he's in a... It looks like the basement, I guess. It's like an old, rundown, decrepit sort of version of the halls that, that uh, the first and second floor are made up of. I thought he went down. Shaggy and Scooby just opened a door to another hall, to the hall that Don Adams was just in. Wow. See, this... I like the layout of this house. I just can't really discern it, you know? But st I thought Don Adams went down a chute. He just got sent through the wall. You could have just opened the door and pulled him through. Yeah. What's Scooby-Doo? What am I going to do? Heads we go in there, and tails we go back there. Nope. Scary gargoyle type thing just uh, stole Shaggy's quarter. But hey, you're trespassing, so I don't know if you have any uh, any case. <laughs> the butler's talking to the spooky old guy in a painting that tapped Scooby and Shaggy on the shoulder. And uh, he's still just standing in the painting, like in the, the passage on the wall. Like, get down and have a normal conversation. Master <laughs> 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 
Someday's coming. In which architectural location shall we well, it's for Daphne and Bellman. How's that again? She said, where do you think we ought to start debugging? Oh, well, so I guess uh, Daphne's an idiot in this episode. Okay, let's start with this room. Oh, sorry, hit the mic. Oh, Jesus. There's just a face hanging on the okay, wall that has eyes now and laughing. See, once again, they got me. Alright, so we'll Fred... Fred, Daphne, and Velma put on... They're, uh... <laughs> they they put on some uh, hazmat suits because the stuff may be the stuff they're using may be irritating the skin and eyes. So which good call, good call, Velma. Better be safe. Better to be safe. And uh, oh my God! See, ah, this is an out. This would be a great in a horror movie scene. Freaking! They, they put on their hazmat suits and they walked over to the wall and they started to spray and there was four of them and Daphne was like, "Hey, it'd be easy with the four of us." And then the four of us, see, and they asked who it was and it, it's just bending down, just spraying and it's like, Christ! Now it just disappeared behind a rug. Ah, that, that was like something out of a. Uh, gosh, I don't even know what. It just. If you're watching this episode, if you can see this episode somehow, you'll see what I'm talking about. I think that was actually spooky. This is actually one of the more fun episodes. That I don't remember it being this fun. A lot of different secret passages, a, a lot of different uh, like creatures and like little scares. Wow, good job. Whoever directed this, I'm not going to look up the director. Oh, here comes a, a cliche ghostly moan. Scooby-Doo classic. Scooby's moaning back in fear. <laughs> Not in fear, he's just doing it because he doesn't like Shaggy. Oh, now he has to go check it out because Shaggy is getting back at him. Classic head turn noise. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, these two. Sometimes they get mad at Shaggy for making Scooby-Doo doll investigating or, like, checking out when they hear something scary, but I think it's getting Scooby back for uh, all the food that he steals. Like, I, I, I get, like, a little irrationally upset when Scooby eats, like, a whole meal that Shaggy was about to eat. Oh, uh, a clawed hand. Uh, I think the werewolf hand just came through the wall to beat Shaggy and Scooby in rock, paper, scissors. Here comes uh, Fred, Daphne, and Velma in their hazmat suits, I think. Definitely going to scare these two. Oh, wow, it's Don Adams. It was only one shadow. Got a spooky shadow. So Don Adams continues to be uh, a pretty awful exterminator. He's earned about 60 cents for killing, what, one weevil or, or, or termite, whatever it was. And from now on, he can't even, now he can't even find his a tank of bug spray, which, I don't know. 
Maybe they are in this random room closet. I like cartoon logic. He's going to kick it down. Great form on the drop kick, just not enough power behind it. So maybe not great form, just good form. A lot of the power comes from the form, pretty much no matter what you're doing. Oh, nice. They just opened uh, the door to an indoor pool. It's a big, big, great size. It looks like they got a, a bar with a, a grill. I mean, it's wild that it's indoors, but I assume the ventilation is great because that looks really cozy. Uh, the beast from Bottomless Lake. But it's purple this time instead of green and with the, like, the, the, the beige belly. I really liked seeing that. That was good. Diving board termites. Very specific breed. I almost said brand. Just like Pacino Horseshoe, huh? No, you said Pacino Horseshoe. It's also sinking just like a horseshoe. Hmm. Ah, jeez. This case goes even deeper than I thought. So the termites are eating through lifesavers and inflatable tubes now. Oh, it's called a squirt bug? Oh! Ew. What did he get squirted with? It was a yellow liquid. What are they trying to do? Are they trying to drown them? They keep jumping into the pool. Oh, wait. Now Shaggy can't swim? No way. It's an absolute trope that every other time a character falls into the water, uh, they can't swim all of a sudden. Although I like uh, uh, Don's uh, his uh, his his tactic for defeating that uh, that squirting bug, just drop it in the pool, just drown it. You would think this show would shy away from showing murder, but that's well, bugs, I guess. So not everybody cares. He has an inflatable dinosaur, a little dinosaur floaty to save Shaggy and Scooby. That's great. Nope, now they're going to fight over it. You guys got to learn how to share. Oh, Christ. The the sea monster, the beast from Bottomless Lake, just swam into the pool. Absolute, another irrational fear of mine. I think a lot of us have shared that as kids, where you'd be in the pool alone, and it would just be the scariest thing in the world. You'd immediately imagine a giant shark or, or something like that in there with you especially at night and even with the lights on that's even almost worse yeah okay so they're getting me in this episode they're really getting me <laughs> I 
I would say that's not scary, but I already talked about how having a, an unknown sort of doppelganger in their uh, in their extermination um, hazmat suits uh, is definitely one of the more frightening things this show could have ever put forth. But it turns out it was Fred, Daphne, and Velma. Oh, you. I wonder what's behind this door. I don't care. Well, thanks for the support, Shaggy. We're not friends anymore. Oh, and they got a, a movie theater in the home. See, now I do want to go to a, a, a famous star's home because if it's this big with this many amazing features, I would love, love to afford a house in which I could have my own like theater room and not like one with a big tv screen and like a cool sound system that like you, you share with like with with the kids and, and and the wife and stuff and all that and you have parties no i mean like literally like a basement or like an actual full-on theater room that's only for movies i mean i wouldn't need a projector like it'd be cool but that's a bit much even just a just a, a ginormous tv screen great sound system basically soundproof wall so I can turn it all the way up and not be interrupted yeah okay so this right here this is the dream if I ever <laughs> oh there's Fred again Fred Daphne and Velma found him of course he had to keep on the the hazmat suit until the last second you had to know that's what's scaring him oh jeez I like them. There's another exterminator in the house. Like, oh, so there's some competition now. All right. It's become a gang war all of a sudden. So Daphne is actually thinking that, that Shaggy's right, that the house is haunted. It's an interesting split. Shaggy, Scooby, Daphne versus Velma, Fred, Don. Wow. Up, up, they're fighting. Here we go. There's that toxic relationship spewing out again. Okay. Raising my hand. It's not haunted. And four. Oh, there's three. They're counting my vote then. We just won. Congratulations. Good game. Hey, there's a four. The werewolf raised its hand. See, once again, that, too, is scary. Those hands mysteriously popping up behind the seats like you can't see who that is. That's awful. Absolutely awful. I love it. What, honest? Wow, this is one of the best episodes. I, I just forgot how fun, how scary. Wow. Oh, there's some more bats, which are going to be incorrectly marked as scary. They're just reacting to the commotion now. They're just trying to get out of there. Don is going to... up. gives the baddest card. <laughs> See, that, that, that's, that's one of those... That's one of those fracas level jokes that just absolutely tickles me pink. You give the... Tell the bat, don't mess with me, I'm an exterminator. Give it your business card, and then it tears it up. Like, I don't want this guy, yeah, that's good. Alright, the gang is all of a sudden in an elevator, which apparently has five levels? More. Basement, 
No, 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 five levels, yeah. The butler thinks the mess that the popcorn made is funny, and now he's laughing along with the uh, beast from Bottomless Lake. Take it easy, Don. You're scaring Scooby. Yeah. No, that's not funny. You have to be funny to lighten people's spirits. You have to have talent to be discovered. Looks like the elevator stopped. Sounded like it crashed. It scared Scooby and Shaggy, which led me to think it crashed. But it just stopped. We're good. <laughs> Ooh, there's some cool art on the wall in this room that they're in. Oh, wow. There's their stolen exterminator equipment. This would also be the reason to go into a famous person's house, because if they do have stuff from their career and whatnot, it'd be crazy to see it like in their own little museum. It would be like uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren's Haunted Artifact Museum, which I would not go to. Would not go to. But, you know, the basic gist. Uh, now there's some invisible people scaring Scooby and Shaggy while the rest of the, the older kids and Don Adams are are trying to uh, get the, the gear in order. Oh, the tank has been emptied. All tanks are emptied. Shaggy just admitted to the crime and everyone's going to ignore it. Well, the crime, the being the one behind the haunts, but whatever. Maybe it's a misdirect. Uh, a coat just pulled Don Adams through a clothes rack, threw him into a chest, which floated away. I feel like some of this is the bugs, not just the the spooks. Oh, wait, Shaggy and Scooby just fell into a chest, which is rolling. Oh, no, Shaggy fell into the chest, and then Scooby... Oh, wow. I'm all confused. Oh, Christ. So Shaggy scared Scooby. Scooby falls on... Jumps onto the coat rack. He, uh... Wow. He pushes uh, him and Don Adams go flying and crashing, and they pass over what looked like a black rug, which is cool. And then it turned out to be a bunch of bats laying on the floor, like in unison. They just got up and flew away. That's one where, why, why would you do that? Why would you put that in there? I mean, it's cute, it's funny, but who thought of that? Okay, Daphne pulls a key out of absolutely nowhere to try and open the chest that Don Adams is in. I don't understand where that came from. Maybe it's because I'm talking too loud, but I don't know. What else, Fred? Uh, oh! Score one for the women. Dip. Don Adams looks extremely frightening with that werewolf mask on. He just popped out of the chest wearing a werewolf mask. I either fell into a mask or I forgot to shave this month. Each. 
Well, I haven't shaved in years, so. Hey, that's like Jaguar, similar to Jaguar. Uh, so it looks like the butler's directing this Jaguaro sort of creature in uh, some sort of shot against a backdrop of like a, a city. Lone Chumley, he's trying to make a comeback. I feel like all he had to do was cancel. Scooby just crashed down like a laundry chute of sorts into the basement area in which they are uh, shooting this shooting this scene. Okay, so he has to complete the movie. He has to make this movie. They're making a straight movie. And he's gonna try and sell it and mark and get it produced so that the bank doesn't repossess his home. Well, that's actually sad, but um, but uh, um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I feel I definitely feel like this mystery didn't even need to be a mystery because they didn't have to spend time scaring everybody away and stuff. Just tell them my house is about to get repossessed. Go away. I need to make a movie or come help me. I mean, you can't do that normally because why would you want to expose yourself like a... I mean, that's just uncomfortable to say that to someone. You know, I don't want to admit my failure. But with Scooby in the gang, we all know, us watching and listening to this, we all know that they would definitely be willing to help out. No. No. Yes. They don't care about you, Lauren Chumley. They don't care about any of us. They're all just out to make money. He knew the house couldn't be sold until it was exterminated. So that's why he tried to frighten us away. Oh. Oh, I see. So. Okay, so it's like Don was hired by like the bank or like an outside institution to do this, and he had to do it. But these guys are like squatting, or, or they so they're they're not in the right to tell him to not exterminate. So that's why. Okay. Wow. Makes sense. It makes sense. See, look, the gang is gang and Don Adams are ready to help out and finish the movie. See, but how how could he know? It's not like he knows us. That's not proper film etiquette, but that's okay. Uh, uh, 
Now he's feeling Scooby up. Scooby, look out. Scooby thinks it's funny. It's like he's getting tickled and petted. That's... <laughs> Ah, oh boy. Alright, that is The Exterminator. A, a really great episode. I, de I mean, this is immediately one of the top new Scooby-Doo episodes, and I, I just I forgot how great it was. But, okay, uh, that, that, this, that is it for now. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate, I appreciate it every time someone clicks on one of the episodes. Uh, let me know. Uh, I'll, I'll post about this when, it's, when the episode is up. Let me know how you feel about this see was it was it better was it on the same level as the other you know just me watching the episode then recording later uh, let me know like i said if you have any other suggestions on how you might want to hear it anything at all let us know let me know in the facebook discussion group uh, make sure to join that and uh if you want to join you have to agree to the group rules all right, uh, thank you also to Dave Seste for the use of his music, Night Surfing, for the theme song. Uh, stay groovy, and remember, I wouldn't have been able to get away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids.